sense of balance or equilibrioception is one of the physiological senses related to balance. It helps prevent humans and animals from falling over when standing or moving. Put someone on cross-country skis and they look like Bambi on ice. They just boom, they're down. It's a death by a thousand cuts or death by 20 falls. We're both interested in balance because of the way it changes over time and how important it is as an athlete and as anyone just trying to be active and alive. Absolutely. I mean, balance is so overlooked in terms of our overall health. Even for young folks, an improvement in balance will correlate with an improvement in performance. So, and this is maybe a ridiculous question, but how, if someone says to you, I think I'm having balance problems, other than asking them what they mean by that, what do you think people, what do you think people mean when they say, I'm worried about my balance or I'm having trouble with my balance? I mean, I know what I mean. I mean that I've tried to do something stupid that I haven't trained enough for and I fell. <laughs> so, right. but what, what, what do normal humans mean, do you think? We'll discuss balance because far too many people think that a good exercise program is walking. Right. And so right. I try to stress resistance and balance and why ba balance is important. And then when I bring up the fact with that they're probably catching their toes more often or when lose their balance when they first stand up or change directions, they'll agree and they'll understand. And then the light bulb moment will occur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear from people who, in particular, people who are taking up an exercise program for the first time, they'll say, I, I'm nervous about, I don't know, running because I might fall, or I'm nervous about skiing, one which is a sport I love, you do as well. And they'll say, well, I'm nervous because I might fall. So this topic, it's, I, I suppose, of balance gets embedded in a lot of other things, like people's fear of falling, right? Absolutely. When you are a better athlete uh, and hit certain performance metrics, you are proven to have better balance and control. And as we get better at any chosen sport or activity, our balance will innately Im improve. And that will, in turn, build confidence. Yeah. Um, no one's going to start from a position of high balance and control in a certain activity without pre previously training in that activity. I used to teach skiing, and when I'm trying to describe to someone what I mean when I say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll often look at someone else and I'll say, you see what they're doing? And people have a tendency to get hung up on where that person's arms are or how far apart their legs are. And these are all useful things to notice. But the main thing, I, if I look at what I'm looking at, if you know what I mean, this in a meta sense, the main thing I'm looking at is their balance. I see how they're positioned over their skis. I see how easy they make it look when they hit sort of discontinuities in the slope, whether it's a bump or they go off a jump. You watch someone go off a small jump and land really neat and tidy, and there's no waving of your arms. The poles don't go flying in the air like old-time TV aerials. None of that stuff happens. And that's all, that's all balance. But it's the thing that I think in many ways people miss because they get so hung up on almost in almost every activity, they get hung up on the technicalities of, you know, should should I be breathing in or out whenever I hit a golf ball? Should I have my hands high or low when I'm skiing down a slope? And so many of these activities really hinge on how, how well you can balance. Sure. It's back to the basics and and the fundamentals. It's a base of support. 
which is why we see if a soccer player jumps in the air to celebrate scoring a goal, you'll see them land with a wide base of support. And because we're uh, bipedal and we stand up, the lower our center of gravity is, the more stable we are. So not only do you see a soccer player land with a wide base of support, the legs are spread apart, but they're often in a bent knee position, so they have a lower center of gravity, which is going to improve their balance. I was reading somewhere about, I forget which club it was, it's some club, one of the Premier League clubs was trying to convince the players not to do knee slides, This is which is related, um, not necessarily because of their their the breadth of their, their knee position, but because of a fear of meniscus and ACL problems, that something something horrific would happen if you, you send a 200-pound man sprinting down a field and he's sliding across wet grass, hit dry grass, and who knows what happens next, right? So. Exactly. I think it's the unpredictability of what <laughs> right. that limb is doing when it's stuck under you. That's the problem. <laughs> so I think one of the reasons, and I know this is personal for me because we ha I had a, a relative who, who died this summer from a fall, uh, which got me thinking a lot about balance, in particular balance in the context of, of aging. You think about someone dying after a fall, especially as a young person, someone says it to you, you think, oh, they must have fallen off a ladder or maybe off the house or it's possible it was skydiving. But I mean, most times when it's age-related falls, which have a really remarkably high mortality compared to the same fall from someone much younger. It has nothing to do with falling from heights, right? I mean, it has to do with, I, there's even a word for it, I think I've forgotten what it is, but ground falls, I think it's called. Yes. The ground-level falls, right? It, it, that's, that's really the fear about balancing as you're getting older. Absolutely. These older folks tend to simply trip on a rug. Any change in their activity, their direction, an object that they're not aware of, an uneven ground, a crack in the sidewalk, an uneven brick or paver out on the patio can send someone with poor balance down to the ground. You combine that with osteoporosis and poor muscle covering and a little bit of muscle wasting and atrophy, and you're set up for a significant issue. Yeah, the study the study that I saw, which was I think from around twenty fourteen or fifteen, in and in a, I think it was a one and a half percent versus four and a half percent in terms of the likelihood, sort of mortality after a ground fall. It was roughly a tripling. Again, small numbers. It's not as if every older person who falls, we have a tendency to dramatize these things. Oh, they fell. Oh my goodness, right? But it's not so much that it's it's that every older person who falls is immediately at risk. It's more that there's a dramatic increase in, in the risk associated with ground falls with a teenager versus someone, uh, a senior or someone older. Sure. And we need to look at it from a cumulative issue as well, which is a lot harder to study because we take a typical elderly person and they fall and they recover, but they've been now, now been less active for two weeks. So they right. never quite make it back to the baseline where they were at before their last fall. Now they're moving along and they have another fall and they lose a little bit more. And the lack of rehabilitation and exercise and activity leads to worsening of their muscle strength, worsening of their balance and proprioception, and they have another fall. And it, so it's a death by a thousand cuts or death by 20 falls as yeah, opposed yeah. to one specific incident. 
Right. It's cum- I think that's, that's the right way to put it. It feels like it's, it's cumulative. So w- the reasons why, just to be explicit, why it tends to get worse with age, it's all about this sort of, this cumulative problem. It's also about uh, th- maybe this sort of being less active and more sedentary leads to you're not challenging the muscles that fire and support balance uh, as often or as, or as aggressively, I suppose. Is that fair to say? Sure. You know, we have issues with balance for various reasons. When we think about balance, we, we talk about uh, static steady state. You're standing still. Proactive balance, so you're moving. So you have to adjust your center of gravity to cope with that motion. And then reactive balance, where there's going to be that crack in the sidewalk or perturbation in your movement pattern. And as we age, our neuromuscular control, how our brain senses the signals or the afferent signals it receives from uh, the periphery changes and slows. The efferent or the motor control of our muscles slows and the muscle itself changes. As we've discussed, we have issues with atrophy or loss of muscle mass that comes with age. No matter what you do, if you're not exercising, no matter how well you eat, uh, you are losing 1% of your muscle mass per year starting at the age of 40. And that's accompanied by anywhere from a 25 to 4% loss in, of power and strength in that muscle. So if you lose the ability to, let's say, dorsiflex your ankle, which is pull your toe up towards your knee, you're going to catch your feet more often. So here's right. a weakness pattern that is going to lead to uh, an issue with reactive. This is the end of the free public preview of the Simplavita podcast. For the full podcast, including a transcript and show notes, you can upgrade at simplavita.com. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. We will not respond to requests for medical advice.